Good afternoon. Today is April 26th. So we left off in the middle at the end actually of Perek Rishon. Eat, eat, don't worry. At the end of Perek Rishon in Shara Bechina. And we just, I think, just the top of the top Samech. Okay? Actually, maybe we'll back up to the, the, the sentence before. Uh, bottom of Nuntet. Since Hashem gets to choose everything that he wants to do, right? He's not uh, forced. Nothing can force Hashem to do anything that he doesn't want to do. Therefore, he made all these different creations, you know, based on whatever he decided was necessary for this world. Right? That shows that Hashem is a had, and he has the choice to do what he wants. He wasn't forced into creating all the creations the same. He could make whatever, anything he wants, any way he wants it. Anything that God desired to do, that's what he created, right? In the heavens, on the earth, in the oceans, everywhere. And therefore, right, there is an obligation of this the to of these changes, right, in the chokhmah of the creation. So why there's so many different creations. Why did he do this? So that we can investigate into it. I just mentioned this as a small one small idea, he says. He's just praising Hashem that there's no greater chokhmah than God, and there's no other God than God. And he, this is one of just one idea. Idea, that Hashem create, created all these different creations to show that He can, so He can do it, and He wants us to look into them. Okay, so Perek Shini, Omar, Aval Haim Chayavim Anu Livchon Banivraim Olav. That was question two that He asked. Do we have to, or we have an obligation to investigate into right the creations of Hashem, or not? Maybe they would just you know go through life without looking at anything. No more, he says. This is looking into these creations that we use those creations to learn from God's God's wisdom. We mean we have a logical reason to look into them. We have psukim that instruct us to look into them, and we have Musa Masur Masur again. That's rabbinical tra- traditions handed down Gemara and things like that that are going to tell us to look into it. So three reasons or three uh, uh, criteria that would force us to investigate creations. Okay, Asher la Moskal regarding our logic. Right? Why Kitron ba'ale ha'igayon? If we're going too fast, let me know. Kitron, the benefit of people who have knowledge. Ba'ale ha'igayon ala bilti hoge. Those that have no Right, no intellect, things like animals. Right, what distinguishes us from animals? Able that we're able to understand things, understand nature, understand things. That, that's what is giving us this, uh, this, you know, higher status. Teach us from the animals. Right, we should be smarter than the animals, smarter than the birds. Once a person, right, is going to use mishtamesh, his mahshava, his tivuna, his bina, his da'at, right, and, and what, and going to investigate things, the more I use my knowledge, the more I distinguish myself from an animal. And if I don't do that, 
I decide not to use any of the intellect, all of this power of intelligence that God has given me. So then what? So then you're like an animal, right? Actually, worse than an animal. Why? Because you have the ability to do better and you don't. The animal doesn't have an option, right? That's the first... Yeshayahu's uh, 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 first, what he called Nevoav Yeshayahu, that the shore, the ox, knows who its master is, the hamor knows who its master is, but Yisrael doesn't know who their master is. Ami loit bonan, yeah. The way of studying into the world is that going into a profession, or is that just observing? Uh, that that your that, life that that could be it also. It's, a, it's not only that. It's right. It's not only looking into uh, you know creations around me. But you're right. It could be going into a profession that requires intellect and sciences and mathematics and whatever it is that I'm going to be using my brain right, that distinguishes me from an animal. And that on its own is something that should lead me to God. The fact that I have that intellect that other things don't have shows the distinction in the creations of the world, right? Meaning just being productive in society yes, alone is absolutely. part of this. Yes. Is that not a good seller? That's good. That, that's very good chicken, by the way. It's a good item. You don't like it? I'll, I'll, I'll replace it next time. Okay. Aval. Huh? It's good. Okay, take the other ones. Aval mina katuv. Harem amara katuv. Okay, what about psukim that we're telling us now that are going to give us a requirement to investigate into creations, right? Aval mina katuv. Harem amara katuv. Seu marom enechem. Urumi bara ele. Pasuk open says, look up. And look at the sky, look at the creation, and, and tell and this, who created this. Right? David again. I see, right, your skies, all right, the hand, the, the work of your hands, the sun, the moon, the stars, all that that you organized. You you establish Konanta. Right? You should have knowledge. You should listen. You should you know you It was told in the beginning that what You have an obligation to have bina about the foundations of the world of the earth. Another pasuk. Yeah, Those that are deaf, please hear. Ha'ivrim, the ones that are blind, habitu lirot. Now, it can't literally mean, right, that a deaf person should hear and a blind person should see. Because deaf can't hear and blind can't see. What does it mean? It means, it means the person who, who is, doesn't have knowledge that he should have is called haresh, or is called iver. So go out and seek that knowledge so you're not a haresh anymore. You'll be able to be shomeya. Don't be blind. You'll be able to... Okay, famous pasuk. It's better, right, to go to a house of mourning as opposed to a house of a party. Why? You'll get some, you'll get some intellect to realize that, you know, it's not all life. Life is not all parties. At the end of the day, is everyone going to end up in the same place? And therefore, a high, a person who's alive, that he has an obligation in this world to do things. Right. Now I have eyes. A chacham guy has eyes in his in rosho, and the blood, the dib, the ksil, he's walking in the darkness. So what if I have eyes to do what with? Right? What am I going to do with them? Right? So yeah, again, the same idea. You have to. You have, we have an obligation to look around, to understand, to investigate. Don't let things pass by. I have a question. Yep. Um, so we spoke about like the, the blind guy that was going through the room and bumping into all the yeah, furniture a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you say about the guy that doesn't know he's blind? Maybe the guy who doesn't know that he's blind, right? You're saying go search for the medicine, but 
doesn't even know he's blind. So someone he needs he that kind that guy needs help. Right? That that's the, the guy that's blind and doesn't know he's blind is the guy that's a we call he's been calling this book a seal, right? Who has no knowledge. And someone has to give him that knowledge. Someone has to inform him, by the way, you're blind. And you know what you're missing? This is this. This looks like this. And this is trying to describe things to him. So yeah, the person doesn't know he's blind. That's what the person who can see has an obligation to do. Good. I'll tell you a great. Look, I will have time. Okay, well, one time I'll tell you. Remember, 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 tell you a story about the about the uh, the two old guys that were sharing a room in a uh, in a uh, in a, what do you call it? A bet avot in an old age home. One guy was blind. It's a crazy story. Ve'omar, maybe I'll finish this pedic and give you that story. Blow your mind. Anyway, ve'omar, orach sadikim ke'or noga holech va'or adnachon hayom b'derech reshaim ka'afela. Again, another pasuk, the orach sadikim, right? The path of the of the righteous, keor noga, like the bright lights, holech, right? Vaor adnachon hayom, right? They're walking to the bright of the night, the light of the day. Derech reshaim, those that are rasha keafela, they're in the darkness. Lo yedu kashelu, they don't even know what they're tripping over. Aval, so all those psukim, good. So we had logical. We have Sukim, and now he's going to give us this rabbinical traditions, Gemarot, and things like that, that have a, that show that there's an obligation to investigate, you know, Hashem's creations. And again, the purpose of all the investigation is to try to understand, right? Now, to try to get closer to Hashem. So mina masur, hare divrei kadmonenu alehem hashalom, kol hayodei lehashev betkufot umazalot ve'en omehashev alav akatuv omer v'haya kinor v'navel tov v'halil v'yain mishtehem ve'en po'al hadonai lo yabitu umaseh yadav lo ra'u. Okay, Gmanah Masechet Shabbat says anyone that knows how to calculate the tikufot, the seasons, the mazalot, right, the constellations, en omehashev, and he's not calculating it again for the purpose of Jewish calendar. Right, and he knows how to do it. He's not doing it. Pasuk says they have the kinor, they have the navel, they have all the music, they have mishter, they have everything. And Paul Hashem they're not paying attention to all of God's creations. Well, what is that like nowadays? Like science, Yeah, but the the the, the, the idea of tukufot mazalot. So again, over here it's a reference to like I mentioned before the Jewish calendar, which has a purpose for Judaism. In Judaism, so if, if you, what you're doing has a purpose, yes, absolutely. But if it's something, it's a nonsense. It has no purpose for us. Right. So maybe like technology. So, like so technology could be used for great things. We have, uh, you know, there's a lot of technology that's used for fantastic things, right? So, yeah. Does your profession like? Are you supposed to go into your profession lishma? Uh, of course. Well, the whole purpose of doing why you have an obligation to support your family. Yeah, how, how, how and why do I have to do that? Because that's the curse of Adam Arishon. After that. I have an obligation to to be a Jew, right? So my obligation is I can't live and learn Torah and you know and support Torah if I don't work. I have no I have no choice. So I have to work, but why am I working? I'm working so I can keep the mitzvot, so I can pay tuition for my kids, so I can do right. That's what I'm doing it for, not because I want to sit and collect money and put it in the bank and then die after 120 years and leave the money for somebody else. What did I do that for? That's nothing. Doesn't make any sense, right? Okay. How do I know a person is obligated to calculate the seasons, the constellations? Right? That's the pasuk I mentioned once before, right? Yeah, it's the same one, right? Right? Yeah. 
So he says, what is this? That pasuk is a reference to a person who has the knowledge to calculate the seasons and the constellations and doesn't do it. Why? Because by able, being able to calculate it, it shows the chokhmah of Am Yisrael. This is how. How could right the, the pasuk is calling this right this chokhmah in front of the goyim? What is it that they are able to recognize that by us calculating something we have chokhmah? You have to say that it's something that affects them also. It's the season. I can tell them when it's going to be spring. I can tell them when it's going to be summer. I can tell them when I know. I can tell them when to plant, and I can tell them when the rain's going to come. Right? Again, you should go and calculate for yourself, right? The loss of doing the mitzvah versus the reward of getting the mitzvah or the reward of not doing the avera, right? Of, right? Of, except of getting the, the avera's uh, penalty. Fine. Fine. Says, if not that we had all these laws in the Torah already some things we would have been able to derive by watching Hashem's creations we would have been able to note sni'ut from a hatul a cat arayot from a yonah yonah never has another partner derech eretz mitarnegol gezel minemala Okay, all these laws I would have been able to derive by watching creations. Okay, so again, obviously an obligation to to look into creations. Period. End of chapter two. Okay, chapter three or the story you guys pick. Uh, okay, the story goes like this: There was two guys. There was a guy, very wealthy old old, old fellow. I was living in a uh, in a uh, old age home. And uh, he was very particular. He was very particular, and uh, he uh, he wanted to have his own room. He wanted to have his own room, so he's he paid for the other bed to leave it empty, and he paid for it for years and years and years. He wouldn't, and he used to keep to himself. He was a quiet guy. He's very tummy learned guy, but but didn't like to interact with people. Didn't like. He wanted his own thing. He has his own space. He has his books. He has own, okay. One day, uh, there was a fellow that needed the uh, emergency to come into this place, and they had no room for him. They have no room for him. They have no room. It's an emergency. He needs the rehab. He needs the this. Please, blah, 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 blah. what are we gonna do? Should we let him in? Not gonna let him. They have nowhere to put the guy. Now they're begging. The family's begging. Everyone's begging. Then they, they realized that there was gonna be a room opening up in like four or five days from now, but uh, but in the meantime, you know. No, no way to go. Only four or five. They got telling us no. Four or five days. We can't. Please, we need it now. My father has to be here. He needs the rehab. He needs the. So the owner of the place says, "Listen, there's only one option. I have to go talk to the guy. Uh, there's one guy. He has a double room. He pays for the room by himself. There's an extra bed there. But uh, ten years or twelve years, he's already there, and there's no. Uh, he doesn't let anybody in. Uh, we can ask him. I don't know. We'll ask him. So they go ask him, and of course, right away, what's his answer? No." Absolutely not. My rise, my room, it's paid for. And it's not, no, no. But he understands. Another Jew. He needs the therapy. He needs the help. He needs this. It's only three, four days. The other room is opening up. We're going to move him. It's a short period. Uh, mitzvah. 
mitzvah, you know, reluctantly, the guy says, okay, you're going to guarantee me he's going to be out of here in three, four days, right? Yes, he's going to be out in three or four days. Okay, three or four days, fine. He says, he lets him in. Okay, he brings him into his thing, and the first night, the guy that he brings in is screaming, oh, the guy's measuring, stop, stop. Uh, the whole night the guy's talking talking, and he tries to talk to him Mr. what I forgot the name whatever his name is please stop please stop all the guys in terrible mood all day Uh, this guy what did I do to myself over here I was in Gan Eden I was very good I was happy I let this guy in my room the first day the second day by the third night the guy's ginning now he, he gets out of his bed. He's an old man. He gets in his wheelchair. He wheels him over to the guy. Shut shaking the guy. Tell me what's the matter with you. Look all that. Go, ay, ay, ah, ah. So he says, you know what's the matter with me? I'll tell you what's the matter with me. I lost my eyesight. I'm blind. I can't see anything. I used to be able to see. And I got, I don't know what, some kind of sickness. And, and he's just in total depression because he's blind. So the guy's shocked now. He says, oof. My odd game. I feel bad for the guy now. All of a sudden, he was about to kill the guy. Now he feels like, oh, Azit, the guy's blind now. You know, he's uh, and he's sitting and he needs a kid. <clears throat> he says, I used to be able to see, and this and that. And the guy's crying that he's blind and he's crying. The guy feels terrible now. And he doesn't know what to do for him. <coughs> so he said, the guy says, please leave me alone. Just leave me alone and let me. Okay. okay. He goes back to the side of the room, he gets in his bed, he starts to think, I feel bad for this guy, what can I do for this guy, what can I do to help him? The guy is, you know, he's very depressed, he's very this. So he says to him, let me ask you a question. How about if I, I'll be your eyes, and I'll tell you everything that's around you, you know, I'll describe for you, I'll make it more easy for you. We have a beautiful window over here, and uh, next to me, and I, I will, uh, will I'll, I'll look out the window, and I'll start to tell you whatever I say, whatever I see. Maybe it'll help you, and you could picture it in your in your mind, and you'll start to know. Sometimes our imaginations are very powerful. You, you already used to have sight. If I describe things, you know what they look like, and that'll paint the picture in your head that now you'll be able to see things again. Nah, you're crazy. Yeah, leave me alone. Nah, blah, blah, blah. Okay, the next day, he tries again. This is, let me tell you, you're very depressed. Let me try to help you. Let me do this, let me do that. Finally, the guy says, okay. Okay, five minutes. I'm going to, five minutes, I'm going to let you talk. I know we'll see. So the guy says, okay. He goes, he goes over to the window next to his bed. He has a nice window. And he starts saying, well, there's a beautiful day out. The sky is blue and there's a few clouds, sunny. And there's birds. There's a bird over here on the tree. It's green, has some yellow on it, and it's chirping. And there's a thing, and he starts to describe all the scene. And the guy says, Wow, that's great. I can see that. Could you do a little more? A little more. Little by little, okay? The next day, half an hour, the next day, by the fifth day, it came time to move him out. They started to get friendly. So they come to get the guy out. And the guy was rude. He says, "Well, do you have to take him yet? We, you know, I, you know, it's been a long time. I didn't really have a friend. We started. Would you like to stay in my room?" And the guy says, "Yeah, I'd like to stay in your room." 
they stay in the room. They become buddy buddies. And all day, the guy who can see sits by the window and describes for the other guy uh, what's going on, what they see. The lady's at the bus stop. She comes every day at 10.45. She sits on the bench. She has a red purse. She has the bus. The bus is coming now and the bus is coming out. Oh, and here's the school. The kids are getting out of school. All day, he's just describing the scenes in the window, describing the scenes in the window. And they have become buddies. It's like he could see again. The guy's, forget about it. He opens up, comes out in the shell. Unbelievable. Okay. This goes on for like 10 years. Every day, the buddy buddies talking every day. He tells them everything he sees. And the nurse is coming out. And this, well, sometimes they would go outside. and talk to them outside. What's going on? We could see. Blah, blah. Fantastic. Okay. One day, comes time for the morning. And the guy wakes up. And he calls his the friend. Okay, I'm ready. Let's start. There's no answer. Doesn't he? There's no answer. Hello? Are you sleeping? Come on. I'm ready. I want to see again. Pushes the button for the G. So the G comes, the nerd, the whatever attendant comes. He says, Yeah, yeah, where is he? What happened to him? Oh, I'm sorry to tell you. Uh, last night he wasn't feeling well. We had to take him to the hospital. He was in the hospital? Okay. Uh, uh, take me. I need to go see my friend. He's in the hospital. I need you to take me there. Okay. I'll take you to the hospital. They take him in the car. They get the van. They take the guy to the hospital. By the time he got to the hospital, his friend passed away. Who was at the hospital? The kids. The kids are there. And he meets the kids, and he says, oh, that's you, my father loves you, blah, 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 blah. He says, listen, uh, I need, uh, I need, uh, I need to, uh, to speak at the funeral. I want to speak at the funeral. The blind guy's saying, I want to speak at the funeral. So he said, okay, you can speak at the funeral. But, uh, so he goes back to the, uh, he goes back to his room, the funeral's, uh, whatever, a couple of, uh, the next day, whatever, it was the next day, I think it was. And uh, in the meantime, he calls the nurse. He says, listen, you know, my friend used to sit over here and describe for me all the beauty and it was working for me. Could you please do me a favor? Just for 10 minutes. I'm really depressed today. I lost my friend. Could you just sit by the window and tell me what you see? So she, the nurse tells him, no, I'm sorry. I can't do that. He says, what do you mean you can't do that? Why can't you do that? He says, because there's no window in your room. She said, what? He says, there's no window in this room. He says, what are you talking about? My friend sat at the window for 10 years and s- described everything that went on and he was able to see. He says, yeah, he used to sit at the wall, he used to talk to the wall all day, we didn't know what he was doing. Okay. And so the guy went to the funeral now to get up to tell him. This is a story, it's a true story. He get up to go and then he starts telling this whole story of how this man who never wanted to have a friend, who never wanted to let me into the room, and not only let me into the room, he felt so bad for somebody, what kind of chesed he did for 10 years, never told me there was no window, and described by detail every single morning what he saw, the birds and the trees, and the da 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 Chesed. Amazing story. It's a crazy story. Okay. Yeah, Adkan. Okay. Yallah. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen.